You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. You're listening to episode three of Changing the Conversation. I'm Rice Ahmed, a writer-director based in Scotland, and here's another glimpse into the world of Scottish film. I've been taking you through the journey of making a film, and I've been doing this through my first commission film as a writer-director called Meet Me by the Water. Now, once you have your script, and once you have the money to make the film, the next biggest challenge is finding your cast. Now that's often difficult enough, finding the right person to embody these characters, but when you're reaching into a pool that almost doesn't exist, you're, you're in for a much bigger challenge. Before I start speaking about how we went about casting, I guess some of the questions we should be asking ourselves is, why is casting so important? How do we get more diverse faces on screen? And how does that diversity impact the everyday person? How does, you know, choosing to cast diverse faces impact you or, you know, your neighbour or the person that you see at the office every day? And what I've realised, I guess, as a creative is that actually those little things do make a massive difference in the wider world. Now, this week I'll be taking part in an event at the Glasgow Short Film Festival called Writing Diversity. As part of this, I was asked to prepare a three-minute clip to give an example of my work. Um, and and what I've done in regards to writing or directing diverse film. So through this, I got thinking, well, what is it that I want to show? Do I want to show a clip from Meet Me by the Water, which is a story about an Asian family? Um, And by doing that, does it make it seem like because I'm Asian, I'm only writing Asian characters, which in fact is not the truth? So I kind of came to the decision that what I should do is actually show clips from a couple of different films that I've done Um, and actually Meet Me by the Water is one of the first films in which I have actually written Asian characters and you know previously it was almost like I was writing characters that didn't sometimes have an ethnicity and then it would just be a case of blind colour casting Um, and at other times I was making a very conscious effort to say actually this person should be black or this person should be Chinese or you know just whatever ethnicity I thought worked for that character and then what I like to do is build in the life experiences and the history that would then make them the person that they are and I I like to tie that into that experience but this is something that I have consciously thought about and it's not something that everyone does And, you know, if I wasn't Asian, maybe it's not something I would think about. Maybe it's not something that would impact me. But one of the things that I've become very aware of since choosing to follow a career in film is that there's a massive lack of people on screen that come from the same background as me. And I have friends of so many different ethnicities that can say the same. And to be honest, I think that this is you know, extremely important a subject to address because actually what we don't realise is the impact that what we see has on us. If every time you see someone that's Muslim on screen 
a Muslim female, for example, and, you know, her character is a victim of an honour killing, or she's being disowned because she wants to do something else, or she's being oppressed in some way, then the perception that that puts out into the world is that, you know, all Muslim women are oppressed. And I think that, you know, we've got to be really aware of the fact that drama and soaps and films and, and, you know, whatever format that might come in, that is actually quite damaging if that isn't balanced by positive representations of those people as well. So it's not to say that you can't tell stories with negative elements to them because, you know, bad stuff happens in the world all the time and, of course, we should tell stories about them because that helps people understand everyone else a lot more but if that positive isn't there as well then what you actually have is you're creating a world where certain groupings are only ever seen in a negative light they're seen as victims they're seen as someone oppressed they're seen as someone that needs rescuing and you know there's there's so much negativity in the world right now especially against certain groups that for me, what I want to do is I want to use drama and and what I do and what I write to help kind of fight that in some way. So for me, I guess that's why casting is so important. That's why it's so important to cast people of different backgrounds to show that, you know, that 12-year-old girl that actually she can be a superhero because she sees, you know, the new Miss Marvel is a Pakistani immigrant's daughter and she's just as cool for being that. And it's about creating young adult epics or, you know, a really serious, powerful family drama and having ethnic characters in them and showing that actually these people are just like you, they're just like everyone else. You know, that human experience is the same regardless of your skin tone or your background or or anything like that. So how do we get more diverse faces on screen? Now, that is a question that everyone is currently asking themselves. Um, I've been part of a number of conversations over the past year, potentially longer, um, where people have asked me that question as well. And... To be honest, it comes down to taking some risks, both risks from people of different backgrounds and by the people that hold the key to the money that commissions all this work. You know, those people have got to kind of say, well, we might not have had a story like this before and we don't know how it's going to perform, but let's take the risk and see what happens. And it's also by saying to people let's not fall back on those negative images of people which easily sell because they're stereotypes and they're cliches it's by saying you know here's a story about a family and you know the family just so happened to be Asian but the experience is a family experience and it's a relationship that anybody will understand so I guess my goal is to to make that happen and to show that that can happen so when, when it came to casting Mimi by the Water, one of the big challenges we were faced with was that there were so few Asian actors in Scotland um, that, you know, we did open casting calls and we met loads of people who had 
started out acting and then decided not to pursue it as a career. Um, we contacted theatre companies, not just in Scotland, but all over the UK. There are there are specific theatre companies that, that are aimed at Asian talent. And actually what we found that was that finding actors to fill these roles was pretty difficult. Um, and, you know, luckily we found two Scottish actors um, who, I guess, one is, I, I would say, semi-professional and the other one is on their way to being more of a professional. But they all they both have day jobs, you know. They both do something else. They don't pursue acting full-time, not at the moment. And it was it was a case of using these actors and actually putting in a lot of work where that could mean helping them get their confidence up. It could mean helping them learn the, the correct dialect that we wanted for the characters. And it was creating a family group that looked like a family. And I think, actually, that we did that quite successfully. And I have to say, I, I feel that I got quite lucky that I actually found some really amazing talent in Scotland. And, you know, they stepped up. But it's because they had the opportunity to step up because... Finally, there was something that they could put themselves forward for. I know many BME actors that have started off in Scotland and actually they felt that they've had to move down to London to make it work. And the sad reality is that even moving down to London doesn't guarantee you anything. The problem is almost, you know, UK-wide and possibly bigger. Um Although we do see that we see a massive drain of BME actors going to America because actually there's so many more opportunities for them up there. And that's where I guess I come back to the point that, you know, we as viewers need to demand different content. We need to say that actually these stereotypes aren't what I relate to. And, you know, we want different stories. We're sick of the same old stories and, and we want something different. And it's also saying that we're going to nurture that talent ourselves. It's when someone from your community turns around and says, I think I'm going to pursue a career in the arts. You help them do that. You give them the confidence to do that and you support them in that because, you know, change doesn't just happen. There need to be people that are there that are creating the change. Um, and for a while, I've kind of felt like a lot of that has been on my shoulders. And I don't mind that, to be honest, because, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a fighter in that sense. Um, if I see something that can change, I try and help that change happen. Um, and I guess I'm quite a positive person in that way where I don't don't really give up. And I will say that so far that is working out for me. So, you know, it is a good approach to take. Um, but yeah, so I guess what I would say is if you have, you know, people in your life that have always wanted to pursue a career in the arts, support them. Speak to them about how they could make that happen. And taking it back to, I guess, being Muslim... Um, I know that sometimes there's a question of how does that work? How does keeping your beliefs intact work with joining an industry which sometimes almost seems like quite the opposite? And the way you make that happen is you introduce yourself to that industry and you say that actually 
I'm not comfortable with that. I'm going to do it a different way. That's exactly how I've done it. I honestly do believe we can have Muslim actors and that there can be roles there for them. I mean, it's a slow process right now. And um, I hope I'm one of the people that's helping create some of these roles that these actors can step into where they don't feel like they're compromising themselves in some way or they're going against their belief system in some way, but that, you know, they can they can contribute to mainstream drama. They can get the opportunity to act in, I don't know, a primetime BBC show or something like that. I do believe that that can happen. I just think that a lot of these commissioners don't quite understand how, how it would work and it's up to us to show them how that would work by presenting something really exciting and new to them. Um, a recent conversation that I had actually with um, a well-respected producer was about how there were so many elements of my world, I guess, as you would put it, that people that aren't from that world aren't really aware of um you know perceptions of marriage and relationships and all of that and how they work and that actually showing a different side to that would be quite exciting um because it would be something new and there's so many stories that have been told over and over again that actually all of these communities that have had their stories hidden for so long you know you're kind of standing on a gold mine it's just about how is it that you, you bring those out. And again, I guess I'll go back to saying support those people that are ready to tell those stories but maybe lack a bit of confidence and, and don't quite know how to do it. Going back to Meet Me By The Water, um, I guess what I would say is that we were commissioned um, quite unexpectedly, um, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and... You know, we were commissioned during a time where I thought, well, actually, if we were to shoot soon, it would be pretty terrible weather to film in. So in my head, I was thinking we could have six months and within that time, I could take my time to find the right cast and, and I could workshop with them and I could work with them. And, you know, bearing in mind, we had a tiny budget. So all of those hopes and dreams were probably unrealistic anyway. Um, But... The way that things worked out was we ended up shooting in about three or four months from the point when which we got commissioned. Um, so we had a very short space of time in which to get our actors together um, and, and which to cast. So it felt like quite a mad rush at times. But, you know, in many ways that's sometimes how the best films happen is that things just you just go for it. You just start making things happen and things eventually fall into place. Um, and I guess I'm the sort of person that just, that does believe that, that everything happens the way it should happen. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm extremely happy with the cast that I got. Um, I still wish that I'd had more time to work with them, but I think that they've done really well. Um, and in fact, the reactions that, that, I've been getting from some people that have seen the film already or, you know, who are these people and why have we never seen them before? And, you know, my reaction is always, well, because the roles haven't been there for them before. How were you supposed to see them if, if nobody's commissioning the work for them? So I guess what I'm saying is that 
it does feel a little bit like a catch-22 where it almost feels like the roles aren't there so the actors aren't going to be there. But, you know, I think we begin by doing things like blind colour casting. We start writing stories with ethnic characters and we start encouraging the people around us to go for the things that they, they really want to go for. You know, if you know someone that wants to be an actor and feels like the roles aren't there, engage in that conversation, ask the questions, you know, help them the change happen. Um, and I honestly do believe that things are changing. I think Scotland's a very exciting place to be right now when it comes to film and television. A lot of the people I speak to um, are very excited about the potential of so many people out there, so many undiscovered uh, writers and directors and actors and producers and so much more that have so many stories to tell. Um, and I guess that's one of the reasons that I live and work in Scotland. Um, I have always been quite open about the fact that actually, you know, Ideally, I want to stay here. I I will travel for work, I guess, but I always want to be based in Scotland. And I, I believe that can happen. I believe change can come from our progressive little country. And actually, we can show maybe even the rest of the UK that diversity exists and that that diversity is celebrated in Scotland I feel that maybe this has once again been a bit of a ramble from me. Um, maybe not necessarily a bad thing, but I guess the things to take away from it are that casting is very important. It's extremely important to have diverse people on the screen, um, not just from an industry point of view, but from just a general world point of view. It's really important for you know, young people to see someone like them on the screen and for them to feel like things are attainable to them as well, that actually their their makeup, whatever that may be, doesn't hinder them from any opportunities. Um, and I guess the other thing I would say is be more open to the arts. And, you know, I know sometimes that can be a bit of a longer conversation, but changes collective we all need to do our part to make that happen and actually the more representation um, that we have on screen that's authentic the more that I believe that the world will change and that people will become more open to the, the diversity of the world and actually the more that we'll all start to celebrate our differences um, because I think that's one of the the, the key things of of fiction um, and even documentary to some extent is that it opens you up to new worlds and I think on that note I will end um, this week at the Glasgow Short Film Festival will be the first official screening of Meet Me By The Water um, it will be an invite only industry screening so um, no doubt I will feedback on how that goes in the next podcast um, and I promise to make the next podcast appear sooner than this one did. Um, Post-production life can sometimes take over. Um, and again, something I can touch upon in the next podcast. Thanks for listening.
For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.